All right, who loves a summer barbecue as much as I do? Listen, if you want to impress everyone with some super yummy dishes, you need ButcherBox in your life. ButcherBox is my go-to subscription box that delivers high-quality meat and seafood to your door with free shipping always. And I'm talking high-quality cuts at an amazing value. 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. We are saving so much money every month with ButcherBox over going to the grocery store and buying meat and seafood and saving a lot of time. But get this, last month we saved nearly $200. I also love that ButcherBox curates these tips and recipes that are based on your box so you know what to cook. I made the most amazing steak with a basil sauce the other night. And oh, let me tell you, my friends all raved at how amazing it tasted. I'm definitely going to be pulling that recipe out. If you want great meat and seafood in your life, you need ButcherBox. Sign up for ButcherBox today by going to butcherbox.com etm and use code etm at checkout and enjoy your choice of bone-in chicken thighs, top sirloins, or salmon in every box for an entire year, plus get $20 off. Again, that's butcherbox.com etm and use code etm. Hey, my name's Otis Gray, host of The Daily Book Club a daily podcast where I read wonderful old books one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Whether you want to get engaged and lost in a fascinating story that has stood the test of time, or just relax to a good book, listen to The Daily Book Club to get wrapped up or unwind during your day. We'll read classic stories like Pride and Prejudice, The Enchanted April, The Wind in the Willows, beautiful stories all told from start to finish. And you can even do a real book club. Tune into the Daily Book Club Discord and discuss the readings with other book club listeners. However you want to listen, it's your choice. Subscribe to the Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. New episodes every single day. So sit back, relax, and get lost in the Daily Book Club. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we have another best of episode, How to Survive Traveling as a Couple. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Okay, so the first time, well, the only time that we've been to Ireland together, um, it did not start off uh, as the best trip uh, in the world. It ended up a wonderful trip. Well, for the most part, a wonderful trip, except for you being sick. Um, the entire time we went to go see you two, our favorite band, um, perform there and, and we got to stay in a castle and which was beautiful and, and all that, but it did not start off that well. And, and to preface this, I've been to Ireland a couple of times, uh, specifically as I've mentioned on other podcasts that I took a trip all by myself, um, for a couple of weeks that I drove around Ireland. Uh, so I have driven around Ireland. Now, uh, we went in November uh, when it gets dark and it was after it was the uh, daylight savings already. And when I traveled, I really traveled when it was light out. And so I had never driven on the other side of the road and the other side of the car. And, and as I've mentioned before, it's the other side of the car that it throws me, not so much the other side of the road, it's the other side of the car that it took me a while to get used to. So on our long flight, uh, to, to Dublin, 
Uh, we're both tired. It's it, it was kind of late. Uh, what time was it? Like we kind of got there. Um, yeah, I think it was. It was actually though we arrived. I think at like five p.m. But the right, sun was the, already down because it was the November. Sun was already down, and and it was November, and we we <clears throat> we still had two like two hours well, over two hours to to drive to Galway, and we're gonna stay in a hotel there. And <clears throat> so getting out of Dublin, and and the funny thing about this was. When I drove the first time, I landed in, in when I drove by myself. It was daylight. It was like a, like ten o'clock in the morning or something like that. And I really got my car, got in, hit the highway, and I was gone. And it was like that's all it takes to kind of get out of Dublin. Not so much for us. <laughs> it became one of the longest nights that we got lost. We were in a tunnel. I think we ended up in Germany. No, we, no, we didn't. No, we but, didn't. But... but but it seemed like we're like I think we're going to end up in Germany by the time we get out of this tunnel, and and then we're in in parts of Dublin. It's dark morning. Like where are we? And so and we both really kind of had a few meltdowns and and we were just both really stressed. And and then once we got on the on the road that it was foggy um and then once we got to galway then the then the gps was doing funky things and it was leading us into a completely different di- direction and then then when we got to the hotel we had like uh, i tend to snore so we have a snoring device thing <laughs> and that thing blew up <laughs> and so it was like all of these things that were just like horrible but even though we did have meltdowns and we did have tears and we did I have... admittedly had a very, very strong <laughs> meltdown one that required pulling the car over and having a moment with me so I could regroup. I was really sick, honestly. Yeah, that was the beginning of you kind of getting sick and, and and so but and that was the beginning of our trip. And but we did not let that hinder anything and we did not let it blow up. And so that's why we decided to do this uh this topic about traveling together as a couple. There's a lot of things. I think there's a lot of checklists. Like you really have to think about these things so you don't ruin your vacation and you don't ruin even a day of your vacation, even an hour of your vacation. You want to really take, you know, ha- and you want to have fun and you want each other to have fun. You want each other to have the time of, of, of your life. And, you know, um, you know. And these seem like obvious things, right? There's some yeah. practical things we're going to talk about, but. These seem like obvious things, but I mean, how many of you listening to this podcast have had some experience when you've been on vacation with someone that you love or even strongly like, and you've you've had a fight or you've gone to the room mad or something ridiculous and you're on vacation? Or it's over something ridiculous or, you know, it's, yeah, absolutely, that... And and we're pretty good. We get along really well. We don't always have a ton of fights. We traveled well together. Uh, period. We always have. This was our one sort of hiccup, but it did not. <laughs> it did not really. Uh, it started. It started out bumpy, but it, it ended smoothly. Other than you being sick, the most, the entire most entire of the time, time. Most of, for the most part, most of it. So we didn't. We didn't get to see a lot because although also in November and in uh, ireland and the, the, it was raining a lot so we didn't get to we missed a tour we missed a tour a couple different tours actually uh the people were going to take us around dublin and around the castle that we stayed in we'll mention later and stuff so i so, was a trooper though you were, I, absolutely. I got off the Abs- plane when we got back in yeah. los angeles and went straight to the doctor because <laughs> i was in a world of hurt yeah but i still i'm like all right we're gonna do what i can so a first on the list is be patient and like you said, that might be something like, oh, well, that's obvious. Well, I think a lot of times people get so upset. And I see this all the time, especially when I'm traveling by myself and, you know, you're 
you kind of may pay attention more because otherwise we'd be talking to each other that I see. In fact, my more recent trip, uh, I just saw this couple just like, just like bitching at each other. Just like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, it's like, and they were, I, they were leaving. They were going out They were, I forget where they were going, but I, cause they were had, they laid into like the lady and they laid into each other. I'm like, wow, that sounds like a fun trip right away. <laughs> so I, I think that that is important. We have to be patient with, with, with each other. And, you know, I was struggling and trying to remember how to drive on the other side of the road in the dark. Um, you're trying to struggle and to help me get directions and help me, you know, and do that. And then, yeah, when you had your meltdown, I had to go, okay, let's, <laughs> let's just chill. We're good. Let's get to our happy space, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, especially for couples who are working a ton and maybe you don't see each other a lot. And then, you know, you save and save and save and save to go on this vacation. And then before you know it, you're just like at each other's throats. And, and part of it is probably a release of like stress and, and you know, stuff that's built up from working your butt off and all of those sort of things. You know, if you have kids or, you know, whatever sort of dynamics are in your relationship. But I think, you know, the being patient, I mean, it has to start right away and it, it really does trickle through the entire vacation yeah and i think it, it can help you relax right away too if you're if you're like you know what we're not gonna let anything get in the way whether it be we dragged off a plane in in off from united or, or whatever if they, yeah. they case, no. might be a little <laughs> my patience might go out the door with that but, but but i think that leads us to it so first one is pay, be patient with each other and the next one is know you're on the same team and try to avoid arguments yeah. And I mean, you know, arguments come up, you know, especially on vacation, like over the stupidest things, you know, I mean, it can just be the stupidest thing. Um, and so I think really remembering that you're both there together, you're both there to have a good time and you are on the same team. I mean, you're, you know, the last person you should be arguing with is the person that you came on this trip with, you know, get mad at the server or the tour operator or something like that, you know, but Really work to like avoid conflict. Well, even even then, <clears throat> if something does happen, <clears throat> maybe you don't let that also eat at you, or maybe you defend each other, or, or go, oh, that's okay. You know, you're you're allowed to maybe get mad at them, or you know, something like that, to where it doesn't sort of escalate. And the reason we really try to have this as our motto: we're on the same team. If we do have flare ups, is that. We've traveled with other people, specifically a couple of people that we both not have. not to name any names, <laughs> but people we both have in mind, and they were not our teammates at all. They did no, not. They do... were they were against us. They, they, they were, were on the other team. They were on the other team. The other the evil travelers and 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 um like you were on the streets of Paris like doing stuff and you were starving and needed a baguette and water. That's all you needed, right? Yeah, I mean, I had gone to Paris like a most amazing trip to Paris and had the most amazing five-course dinner, um, which is an experience I would highly recommend to anyone, in somebody's flat, like 12 strangers from around the world. And, of course, that came with um, 10, I believe, 10 full glasses of wine, which when you're in Paris, you just drink it, right? And you worry about it later. It's and like drinking water. Of course, I did not hydrate myself enough. So the next morning when I'm on my way to just an amazing macaron um, uh, class, class yeah. yes, I realized I was severely still intoxicated and I needed water and I needed food. And the person that I was with on the trip just did not help out at all. And I spent the entire cooking class on the floor 
I did not learn one a hot mess. one single thing. Right. Um, and when those cookies came out of the oven, you better believe I was the first person over there. I think I ate like two dozen cookies, no joke, because I was just I was trashed. So yes, be a be a partner of your person if they are struggling. Help them, please. Yeah, and on my my side is I've been in a foreign country with the person who spoke the language and sort of left me to be on my own to figure things out now it's not the time to learn that's the not the time to learn the language and uh, but now i understand that language a lot more and i know how to get around that city a lot more so uh that was a sort of i guess a tough i want to say tough love but not so much yeah love is an air quote so really whatever one. whatever it is you know you just understand you're on the, the same team no matter what um you know like, like yeah if you do get upset at the hotel if you do get you know whatever the case you know just like try to all stay in the, the t- it's something we try yeah to- and also i think with that one and the patient is mm-hmm. is what we've learned because we've traveled so much is everything is solvable right. you know i i am a real peacemaker. like i always want everybody to have a good time and i want everyone to be happy but there isn't a situation when especially if you're in a foreign country for the first time with the other person even if you don't understand the language, you can solve any situation. I mean, short of doing something stupid, right? But um, d- minor things, you know, you can you can solve a situation, and I, a lot of times it requires the two of you just thinking together. Yeah, and it and it it could be just like you said, like you, you could get lost, or like I know how we got lost, and you're like, okay, let's just let's figure this out, let's get here, let's just let's we'll we'll, we'll get there some way. So, I know I'm a bit biased, but honestly. I think I have the best dog ever. Her name is Winnie Stardust. She is a golden mountain doodle and she is full of spunk and fun and she's never met a ball she does not love. I honestly, I would do anything for Winnie and she has enriched my life so much. I can confidently say Winnie is absolutely one of the most priceless purchases I have ever made. Today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. In today's world, we insure a lot, from cars and homes to cell phones and even travel plans. But what about insurance for your cat or dog? With ASPCA Pet Health Insurance, you can focus on the care your pet deserves and cover what matters most. This is what I call smart spending because, let's be real, those vet bills, they can be expensive. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customizable accident and illness plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program, they've been around for about 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. They allow you to customize your plan, helping ensure your pet's plan is unique as they are. Because vet bills, they can really add up, especially when you are least expecting it. It's simple. You use their app to submit a claim, and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTC Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer and is not engaged in the business of insurance. So tell me, what are your money goals that you have for this year? Maybe you're like me and endlessly looking for a house to buy and you're focused on saving for a down payment or you're 
drooling over traveling somewhere tropical this year and you want to save to pay for it, or you're ready to leave your job and build your own business, so you're going to need some startup funds. Whatever your goals are this year, Monarch can help you reach them. In fact, the Wall Street Journal named Monarch the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress towards financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. What I love about Monarch is its simple and easy customizable design, so the dashboard can look exactly the way you want it to. I'm also a big fan of creating custom budgets for things like travel. It's one of my favorite money tips, and Monarch lets you do this so easily. This is such a great way to stay motivated when you've got a lot of money goals. You can easily track your progress with every dollar that you save or spend. Remember, your brain loves to see progress, and you should celebrate it when you're saving money. And honestly, I am so focused on privacy, so I really admire that Monarch will never sell your data to third parties. This means a lot to me, and it should mean a lot to you as well. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of the show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. I have to tell you about my new obsession, Notion, our sponsor today. Notion has single-handedly changed how I do life for the better. I use Notion for all my daily journaling so I can keep it all in one spot. I also keep all our favorite recipes that are budget-friendly in Notion so I can easily sort and find the ones I love and easily create fast grocery lists. And okay, one of the best uses of Notion, you can create a template for your money dates and track your goals right in Notion. Seriously, Notion is a game changer. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but really getting inspired. It's an AI-powered workspace. It turns knowledge into action. You can use Notion to summarize meeting notes and auto-generate action items, get answers to questions in minute, and you can make all of your money tasks so much easier. Notion is for everyone, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, freelance designer, starting a new startup, a student juggling classes and clubs, or just somebody really wanting to get your life together. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash etm. That's all lowercase letters. Notion.com slash etm and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Notion.com slash etm. Have you ever wondered why we call French fries French fries or why something is the greatest thing since sliced bread? There are answers to those questions. Everything Everywhere Daily is a podcast for curious people who want to learn more about the world around them. Every day, you'll learn something new about things you never knew you didn't know. Subjects include history, science, geography, mathematics, and culture. If you're a curious person and want to learn more about the world you live in, just subscribe to Everything Everywhere Daily wherever you cast your pod. Uh, but next on our list, and this is another teamwork kind of thing, uh, I guess all these are teamwork things, is uh, assign each other a task and specifically like give one person to be in charge of the passports and money. 
which yeah, is usually you. Yeah, which is usually me. Um, yeah, this is a big one. Look, if you've never traveled internationally with um, a spouse or a boyfriend, girlfriend, it's really important to name one person in charge of the passports because a lot of times what happens like when you get to the hotel and you check in, you got to show your passport and sometimes you have to show, you know, if you're going to multiple countries, you know, in a few days, you're going to have to show your passports over and over again. And that's like the one thing you don't want to lose. I mean, that in your wallet, like that's, I mean, again, it's solvable, but it's not the best thing to happen. So one person in charge of the passports, like putting them in and out of the safe. And, um, and if you have to get money. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you have to get money as well, you know, I, I think it just, it, if you give each person the task, then it's not like you have to ask a question like, wait, do you have the passports? Wait, do I have the passports? Wait, I thought you had the passports. No, I, and then, then we're going to get into argument and, you know, <laughs> it's going to all go downhill. Right. And, and and we use it to that, like, in, we have to park at LAX in, in Los Angeles, and and uh, which we hate all the time. Uh, but we have this really great parking place that we go to and you make the reservation um, but I make sure I have money to tip the guys and I take care of all the luggage. And so when we go to check in, you usually kind of check us in and you're in charge of the, the, the passports and, and I'll in charge of the luggage. And, and so we kind of, we divide up those things throughout the, the Yeah. Throughout I mean, the, this is the same the way, the same way to avoid fights about money too. Yeah. You know, it's give each person a task and let them own that task and don't step over it. Like if they, do it the wrong way or tip right. the wrong amount or I don't know, whatever, whatever right. stupid thing, just let it go. And you do your, you do your task, yeah. you and, know? And, and in my thing, it's always about communicating and make sure we're doing yes. the task. <laughs> say like, say sometime when we're flying back to, from Boston and I go to grab both bags in the overhead and I say, Hey, can you grab my jacket? And you I forgot to grab the jacket. Well, yeah, I don't think you heard me. But, I didn't hear but, him. But uh, in my defense, I really, did not hear him. I yes. would have grabbed the jacket. Yeah, and it's one of my favorite jean jackets, and and I went back to get it, and they didn't have it, which I was like, what? How do you not have it? The plane just emptied. And, but, but everything is every solvable. Spot, it was solving. So I, we I, ordered but, a new yeah, jacket. And I, did, I didn't get upset. I was, you or, got upset a little well, bit. I was, well, I was actually more upset that the jacket wasn't there. Um, I made more jokes with you. I was more upset that the jacket wasn't there. So I think if you – but it, it, it is. It really has to be a communicating kind of thing. And I think, like I said, that when I saw that couple in the airport recently, it was like, well, I thought you got it. I thought yeah, – th- that's what the argument – I don't know what the argument was about. But that's all I heard was kind of that. So, Right, yeah. So, you know, again, just give each person a job and make sure – if your job is to grab the jackets off <laughs> – grab- which now we have full communication on airplanes of who is in charge of what but really i mean yeah some, some people you, might make a joke what if it. you you know if you leave your cell phone behind yeah, what if you leave your yeah. passports behind yeah. on the airplane i mean i've seen all sorts of stuff left behind so you know just just be really careful i know that you know you want to have fun and you want to relax and if you have a cocktail on the airplane or whatever but you know just make sure that each person has kind of their own zone yeah you know? exactly exactly so and then once you arrive at the place or wherever you are and and you're relaxing and you're having fun or whatever you're doing, you know, uh, choose an activity or a date plan that each other likes to do. So like like how we when we went on our honeymoon in in Paris, uh, you know, I'd never been. You've been many times, and so I really wanted to go see the Louvre. And and you're not, you know, you like the Louvre, but not to spend hours and hours and hours. And I'm too. I like I want to see the highlights. And we're good. Let's go. Uh, so, and we went and saw 
several other things that and you know and you were accommodating to me the, about seeing the things that I wanted to go see in Paris. But I'm also too that I'm not going to spend hours and hours and hours, you know, going to those places because because I don't really need to. Um, so I think we're compatible in that. We're like some of your favorite things is to 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 go people watching, and so we did that like a little bit. Um, we tried to go to your, one of your favorite places, Luxembourg Gardens, but it was raining twice. So we, right. we, we, we didn't make it there that time. Again, we, tra we traveled in October, so <laughs> the weather right. wasn't, wasn't the, the best. But I think that's important is to find, you know, like, hey, if you like to do here and you like to do, I mean, I wanted to go to Paris Disneyland, but Shauna didn't. So. No way. I'm sorry. <laughs> if any of you listening have been to Paris Disneyland, I'm sure it is lovely and wonderful, but we have Disneyland in here in California, our own backyard. And when I go to Paris, the last thing I want to do is go to Disneyland. Right. But don't you think that's important, too, that, that we it's good to choose the, the plans that we, we kind of want to do? Yeah. And ahead of time, you know, what we normally do is we have an idea of where we want to go and what we want to do. But the, you know, when we're traveling like the night before, you know, each day, we'll go, OK, so what do we really want to do, you know, the next day? And sometimes it'll change because, you know, you can be really like... Um, you have all these great plans before you go on your trip and then sometimes you just get tired mm. or, you know, you don't feel like doing something um, or you just see something that sparks a new idea. So I think being flexible too and not having like a super rigid I plan. I think that's a huge thing because it, because travel, like you said, especially if you're in a different country, any, anywhere it is, it's different to you. So you don't know maybe somehow how, how long it takes to get places, how right. long it takes to walk someplace or uh, and if you if you end up like on a on a tour or something like that, a bus tour or something, whatever whatever the case is but a boat tour you never know how long it's going to take so you really have to be flexible and you know and 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 understand too to maybe not eat into to the other person's time too because you, yeah. yeah they hey they want to go relax on the beach for where you want to go to the the lavender farm in Hawaii or something <laughs> like that you know I mean things like that but it's also okay you know I I think I've heard this from a lot of couples um that we've talked to about traveling a lot of couples think like you have to be glued at the hip when you travel right. and I think it's okay if you want to take an afternoon or a few hours and go do one thing mm -hmm. while the other person goes and does something else. If that's what you really want to do, yeah. I don't think you have to like guilt or shame someone into. Yeah, if somebody wants to go running on the beach and the other yeah. person wants to relax on the beach, you know, I mean, there's, there's nothing. Fine, there's, nothing, there's absolutely you know? nothing wrong yeah. with that. You know, and maybe a little bit of space is kind of good at times. Right. And not do the girl thing that so many of us girls do. of Like, oh, you don't want to spend time with me. You don't want to be here with me. Right. You know, and just go, no, go go take a couple hours and then, you right. know, we'll regroup. Yeah. Right. Go to, go to the spa and take a chill pill. Yes. Um, and so next on the list is be realistic and set a goal for your vacation and expectations. And, and sp specifically, this also starts with your big thing, the budget. Yes. Yeah, so uh, obviously we are, um, you know, big budget fans over here. Um, but I, I find that it's really easy to go off a budget on vacation. And while it doesn't bother you all the time when you're on vacation, when you come home and you got to pay for it, that's really where like the pain sets in. So, I mean, what we do is we set a daily budget for what we want to spend on food. And we really just kind of take an amount that we've saved and divide it up by the days and say, okay, for example, you know, we don't want to spend over $125 per day on food. But some days we're going to spend more than that. You know, we're going to go to maybe a nicer dinner or something. And so 
then we just communicate like, okay, hey, we're a little over budget. So maybe tomorrow we do something like a little bit more low key. And again, while you're on your trip, you're not necessarily going to want to do this. You're really going to want to only go to the fancy dinners every night or whatever it may be. But then when you get home and, you, you know, it just invites more conflict when you get home because, you know, then you've got a monstrous bill that you didn't have a plan for. Right. I mean, unless sometimes, too, I think it's also good to have flexibility and be realistic, too. Like, you know what? Let's splurge tonight. Let's Yeah, let's as do... long as it's like an agreed right, upon exactly, thing. Like, exactly. we're both like, okay, cool. Yeah, let's go yeah. and let's go and have a splurge and not care you know, yeah, what it Yeah, because costs. like we're planning a trip. Uh, Shauna has a birthday coming up in July. And so we're actually going to, to Maui for, and I've actually never been to Maui. I've been to Hawaii, but I've never been to Maui before. And, <clears throat> and you've been many times. And so we're planning about, you know, going to restaurants and, and we were just, we were just talking about this the other day that, and you had all this list of different places, but I'm like, you know what, let's go to like one nice meal and we're going to go do a boat cruise dinner kind of thing. So that's nice. And the rest of the time we're going to go have burgers and fish tacos and pizza and just chill and relax because we don't do a lot of that on a lot of our trips. So, but it's important to like just kind of have a discussion about it. And I think that that was good. And then we went, Oh, but there's also some really cool places that have happy hour. Yeah. Happy hour is really yeah. like my favorite word. Um, because I, I mean, how many well, times huge these days too? Now. Yeah. But how many times have we gone on? I mean, so we, we back up like an hour, we go to dinner an hour yeah. earlier, or, yeah. you know, and we end up saving 50% on the right. food. I mean, right. I'd take that deal any day. Right. But this, this, you know, setting, setting realistic goals is, is a, a really important thing. It could be so many different things. Let's say, you know, one of you guys want to go, you know, do a shopping splurge or this, you know, you, if you plan it all out, it, it, you know, it doesn't yep. eat you in the butt in the end. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so our next one is, um, again, one that's a little bit more, um, touchy-feely but this is you know to really rev up your connection with small acts of kindness and this goes along with something that may seem obvious but you know little things like if you're out you know shopping maybe you buy the other person a little trinket or um you know it's just maybe not enough that you're just on the trip together you know or if you're a dude and you're and you take you take or whoever uh, dude could be taking out another dude or whatever, you know, but if that other person wants to go shopping, like I mentioned, you know, take them and say, Hey, we're going to go shopping and I'm going to hold your purse or I'm going to hold your fanny pack or I don't know, whatever, <laughs> uh, whatever it is. Uh, but you know, just, you know, go, Hey, we're going to go do this or, 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 Hey, we're going to go do this, like do little things. Or if it's, you know, it could be like a sports related thing that the guy maybe wants to go. Or you know? like you said, surprise your, you know, uh, so, yeah, person so, you're there with I, I don't want to say spouse but or lover that sounds terrible but um surprise surprise the person that you're there with you know with maybe room service yeah, or yeah um just some nice little something a, i think any, helps. any way to connect with each other right because especially if you've had conflict on the trip you know yeah. it's just like a gentle reminder that hey this is supposed to be fun and we're here together yeah i mean go i mean you can go and, and you can be obviously traveling anywhere uh, you know, if somebody, if one of you guys want, wants to go and, you know, see the sunset or, or, or even get up early and see the sunrise, depending on where you are, those are beautiful moments that I think you share. And again, those are, uh, they can turn into an Instagram worthy moment, but it, they could just be really good connections with each other. So, oh, and that's a good tip too, you know, kind of why we're talking about the connection thing is, you know, like we're so into social media, everything these days. That I sometimes I feel like you you gotta on vacations with your spouse or whoever you're there that you love like 
sometimes put down the phone yeah. and and don't worry about like doing an Instagram, you know, live about this moment. Like actually share this moment with the person, you know, it, your Instagram fans are not going to freak out on you. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, you're going to be able to build that connection because then when you get back home, you get back into the real world. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I think those sparks really help lots of things yeah i mean and for me uh you know i since i am a travel writer i do have to work a lot and so a lot of times when we go out i don't try to like take pictures of all my food um but but if it's something special i'll i'll like oh let me take this picture but then i put the phone away i'm like and i'm not going to be on it the entire time i don't even understand what the point is that that but it's it's really kind of making those connections uh with with each other is i think it's just it's hugely important so and so that's most of our list but the number one thing on this list is to remember to relax and have fun. That's re- that's really it. And I think if we, if we wrap back to our to our Ireland story is um <clears throat> so we were there and then we got up the next day and we and the next day we were staying at a hotel castle uh that we made a reservation. We were ex- totally excited about this this place and we and we've actually mentioned it in other places and stuff but uh so we go there and it's a beautiful grounds and they have a lake and we have a suite and it's just absolutely beautiful and it was our splurge it was a splurge for this trip this was our splurge and and we were actually gonna go and we got a hookup with they're gonna take us on a tour around the grounds um uh you know there's lots of things we were gonna go do and see and it's beautiful grounds and the lake and all we had a view of the lake and all that kind of stuff uh, then it was it was raining, so we're like, okay, we don't really want to go. And you were on the verge of really getting sick, um, so we decided to relax and have fun and drink two bottles of champagne in our robes and watch the rain <laughs> and watch the lake. Yes, that was a much better. But, uh... but that was a total disconnect moment that right. that we had that we don't do. No phones, uh, we, no TV. We, all we all we did was listen because the TV was in the other room, so we could, it was a suite, so it was nice. So we we're in the other end of the room, right by the window, relaxed, drinking champagne. Uh, you know, and there was all we did was listen to music. Really, it was just fun, and, and we got and we talked and talked for hours, and it was great. You know. Yeah, I paid the price for you it. Paid the price. I, that, that yeah. got me really super sick. That's not the, the the smartest decision to do. But it was but certainly at, at the fun moment, in the moment. Was, yeah, for sure, and, and, and I was embracing. And I and I think that is hugely important to when you travel. Uh, I mean, I I am a big believer, and I've mentioned this many times that I think travel changes you, and it can change you guys as a couple. And you want to discover things, and you want to have these connection moments because you you have these connection moments. Oh, remember when we were in in Prague and we did this, and remember when we were in Iceland and we did this, remember when we were in Alabama and we did this. Those are kind. Of, those are those are the memories you're going to remember, and not just on your Instagram feed. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't couldn't agree with you more. Um, so hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast, and um, hopefully it will help you know spark a connection for your next Su- trip. Summer's coming up, so you got some yep. trips planned. So now you got a checklist going. Yep, we're gonna did do it, this. did it, did it. Yep, exactly. And in the end, just drink two bottles of champagne, and you're good. Yes, I think that is the overall moral of the story, right? So if you're traveling with your loved one this holiday season, maybe you could use a few of these tricks that we've learned over the years to be able to travel well together so that we can have a good time and certainly not be stressed out on vacation. That is definitely uh, what we're going for, right? 
As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. And if you love this podcast, please do me a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media, and head on over to the link in the show notes and leave us a review. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash CD specials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC.